You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. For your next sci-fi addiction, you need to pick up the first books in the Spire novel series from author Peter F. Smith. The Spire brings to life a setting years after a viral apocalypse has decimated the world's population, leaving only a handful of families who were instrumental in the downfall of mankind as its new rulers. With mankind wiped out, these elites turn on one another with violent results. I enjoyed the incredible details put into the action scenes that rival any you could possibly see on the big screen, and the thought put into the world building crafts possibilities that are endless. The second book, Apocalypse Dawn, allows you to dive further into this dystopia from a survivor's point of view and will grip you instantly. You can pre-order both books on Amazon for 99 cents until November 12th. So sign into your account now and pick up your copies of the next major sci-fi hit and always remember to geek out. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics, and this week Daniel and I are talking about all your things CW. That is true. Yeah. It's going to be, because uh, that's the new format of our show, we, we, we're mostly sticking to every week talking about the CW, DC shows, but uh, when those shows aren't going, we'll, we'll, we'll swing back around to the other shows that we're on and that we watched. We just, there's just too much shows, folks. Yeah, I mean, we used to be able to cram it all in one week but now it's just uh life's hectic <laughs> life life is hectic and i got way there's way too many uh comic book shows there's there's all kinds of walking deads and there's uh legions and uh you know runaways coming up here soon again which i'm pretty sure it's gonna be their last season like, really yeah because you know cloak cloak and dagger ended and they ended their second season they didn't know they weren't gonna get a third season and that got canceled all the stuff that's happening over at uh, Marvel with um, Kevin Feige, like it sounds like he's kind of getting rid of all the the shows that he doesn't personally look over, which sucks because uh, we're losing a great Daredevil. Yeah, I mean he did. The rumors are that he he liked Charlie Cox as Daredevil as long as well as John Bernthal as uh, Punisher. So there's a possibility that those two characters would come back. Well, let's hope it just sucks for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Runaways is going to get their third season and they'll, they'll cancel that just like they did Punisher. Like the first episode will come out and they'll be like, okay, we're done. We're done. We'll finish out the season. That's about it. Hopefully they just actually finish out the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it doesn't. It sounds like he's just making sure that everything ties in together with the, with the stuff. Um, it's a little hard for the TV shows that aren't on Disney Plus to also tie into the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Even though they've dropped hints here and there, though. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we now know that all the Disney Plus superhero shows, though, are going to be essential for you to know what's happening in this Marvel Cinematic Universe as you go into the movies. Which is smart. Or dumb. Probably. Okay, actually, yeah, you're probably right, dumb. Um, I mean, I... I can afford to to buy a, a uh, subscription subscription and and 
people who have Verizon can apparently also get their Disney Plus for free. But like we're talking about a three year plan with uh, Marvel shows on Disney Plus that you have to watch to get the rest of the information of what's going on in the movies. And people like to just go to the movies. Right. Um, but I'm pretty sure, you know, just uh, some of the other geek sites are probably, like IGN, they'll probably be like, these episodes are essential, so make sure you watch this episode before going into the movie. Or write articles saying, like, here's what, you know, you miss from this episode, which will ultimately tie into the movie. That's probably true. Yeah, you know, you'll, you'll get enough people... Uh, talking about it and stuff and hey you can always check with us yeah geekly media absolutely and i mean i plan on i know you already paid for your three-year subscription mm-hmm. tuesday i'm signing up once the app drops so i'll be watching a lot of the stuff on there too mm-hmm. that, that's weird that you have, for the verizon deal you have to wait till the app comes out before you can sign up for it maybe they don't know how many uh pre-sales or what also pisses me off is that uh i can't download the app until tuesday like, that does suck. I feel like I should have been able, like at least this weekend, I should be able, to, like, because it's going to be a whole bunch of people downloading that app, right, on Tuesday. And um, do you know if it's available on the PS4? I don't know if it's available. On the, I imagine it's got to be. It has to be. I hope so. I know they just announced that it was going to be available on Fire Sticks. Okay, so it's got to be on the PS4. Yeah, and uh, that's. I mean, that's one. ESPN of is. So I'm guessing oh, that's true. Yeah, Disney would be. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I've held back from getting um, DC Universe is just due to the fact that it's not on PlayStation, yeah. it's on Roku. That sucks so bad that it's not on PlayStation. I also hate the fact that they, they're like, oh, it's available on uh, Chromecast. And it's like, Chromecast doesn't have apps. You have to have it on something else that has an app, and then you can cast it to your Chromecast. Right. Like, that's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. So that's what I have to do. I have to... Play it on my phone and cast it up to my my Chromecast for my TV. And I have a Roku, but that thing is just so old now. It's on its last last legs that if the show doesn't properly buffer, it's just going to cut off and then you have to reboot it. And then, Ooh, yeah, that's gross. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so let's get into a little bit of news about the CW universe. First thing we want to talk about is, hey, episode six of Batwoman season one, we're going to be getting in a new executioner nice i mean i never i never read the the issue that he debuted in in uh batman comics but i remember him showing up in gotham not gotham before gotham uh the animated series i'm pretty sure he was on the animated series i i need to watch that from the beginning so that might be the jailer though it was i just remember he was a uh prison guard that uh started killing a bunch of uh criminals that got away that got free I assumed he was a he was a he was the executioner, but yes, Gotham also had Michael Chiklis become him after he got the rage virus inside of him, and he had the, the 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 axe hand. Yeah, it was bad, pretty bad. Um, the look of the one that we have here on uh, on uh, Batwoman though looks a little bit more traditional. He's wearing a burlap sack for a a, a hood. I'm guessing that's more like an executioner's hood, but it doesn't quite look like one but i like how it kind of molds to his face too true yeah that does look good i mean they do pretty well with costumes on that show so i'm not i'm not hating on it <laughs> uh i don't know i mean i've watched all the episodes of uh batwoman so far i'm sure that this would be an interesting villain 
for them to throw in. Right now, they focus a lot on this on the Alice character. Uh, what two episodes ago we had Hush, we had Tommy, but I would like to see them venture out more with different bad guys. Do you think they're just recycling the ones from previous TV shows I haven't used, just so? the viewers and uh you know the fans can you know recognize them a lot quicker than uh well i mean you were definitely gonna have to recycle some from other shows you're you're gonna have to come up they're gonna have to come up with some new ones they're gonna have to use some of the newer ones um but like unfortunately arrow has been on the air for eight seasons and they used a lot of batman that's uh, true villains so either you're gonna have to bring back you're gonna have to bring back old actors to play those villains or you're gonna recast them because i would assume well, we already know that both Batwoman and, and Green Arrow exist in the same universe. Right. Like, they're not, it's not like Su- Supergirl and, and, and Arrow are in two different Earths, at least until the crisis. Yeah, so they could use uh, the same the same villains, but yeah, they're probably going to have to use the same actors, too. Yeah. Yeah, they would have to. Uh, I mean, I guess he can get away with it. He could always be like, oh, this is the next person that took on the mantle after him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But we haven't had a Firefly yet, or... No. Killer Moth or uh, Clayface. I mean, if they could get around to doing a Clayface, we did. We did uh, King Shark a yeah. couple of times. We can do a Clayface. And King Shark looked really nice with uh, special yeah. effects. So yeah. it's the show. It's the one that got Kevin Smith into these shows. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, they Batman does have a huge uh, rogues gallery that I'm sure that we can pull out some more characters. I mean, we haven't seen Condiment King yet. So. Oh God! <laughs> Teen Titans Go. He was there though. Was he? Yes. <laughs> In the movie that you saw with me. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, you know how uh, we're getting a spinoff show uh, with that's going to be set in the future with Mia as a Green Arrow. Yes, it's called Green Arrow and the Canaries. Well, we have a new, not a new character, but we have a character that's going to be returning for the backdoor pilot, which will be during Arrow this season for that show next season. Um, essentially, the character that they're fighting in the flash forwards right now, John Dickel Jr., Deathstroke, um, which we're definitely going to have to talk about when we get to uh, talking about Arrow from this past couple weeks. Yeah, there's but a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but... He's going to return as Deathstroke in those episodes uh, as John Diggle Jr., Charlie Barnett. Um, I am enjoying the way that he's playing the character, so I am all for him showing up in the thing. I, I, want, I, I don't know. I guess we'll get to it when we talk about the episode. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Emily Beck Rickards, or better known as Felicity, is going to be returning for the series finale of Arrow. I knew she had to come back. Well, she had to. It makes it only makes sense. I mean, I think Paul Blackthorne's also going to come back for the episode. Is he? I mean, I guess it's how. Well, he might. He he might be a ghost. It might be when Ollie is dying and being taken away. Like something, you know, something could happen. True. Um, it maybe it's going to be him from another Earth. Yeah, that could just like we too. got Moira from another Earth and Tommy from another Earth. Yep. So and Malcolm from another and Earth. Malcolm from another Earth. Yeah. So it, it, it makes sense. Um, I'm interested. In, I I'm really interested in what what they're going to do with her character for the last episode. Right. I don't. Yeah, because uh, in the season finale, she left. Right, yeah, she left with the with the monitor, so she can finally be reunited with Ollie. Right. 
So and then they went to go live in the the cabin, and she gave birth to Mia, and he had to leave. Yeah, because the monitor showed up. But uh, I can't remember which one they actually show what happened though. It was um, Felicity agreeing to go with uh, with the monitor to be reunited with Ollie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see that. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I have, yeah, I have really no idea what's going to happen uh, with it. And uh, I thought she was going to, you know, be actually just be part of the crossover. But I guess uh, the season or the series finale Ferrero is the last episode of the crossover, right? I don't think so. You think there's going to be one or two more episodes? Yeah, because uh, what we did post the the picture that shows um, the crossover calendar. Calendar, just a second. No, I just wanted you to keep talking. Oh. Let's see. I might be able to find it too. One moment. But uh, do you, how, I mean, would you be pretty pissed if the, if the series did end with just the, the crisis finale being, you know, the last thing for Arrow? Yeah, that would, I mean, that would seem, it, I mean, it seemed okay, but it seemed pretty shoddy too. So it says part four is Tuesday, January 14th. Um, of the of the crossover and then legions of legends of tomorrow will be the right after that so legends of tomorrow gets the last part of the crisis and then awesome. and then we have the last episode of arrow being uh the 28th which is two more weeks so there's two more episodes of okay. arrow after the crisis assuming that there's not a, a break after the week after i don't think there'd be a break i mean i could be wrong yeah i mean so that would mean the 21st so I would assume there's an episode on the 21st, and then there's a two-hour episode on the 28th. 28th is, okay. Is a two-hour episode. That was the next thing I was going to get to, yeah. Yeah, we have the the release date for the final episode. The final episode of Arrow will air Tuesday, January 28th, and it will be preceded by a f- finale preview, making the series fi- finale a two-hour event. Oh, it's a two-hour event. Okay. So there there will be the one-hour episode, and there will be an, hour, an episode before that that like just says, hey, we've done eight years of this show have the cast we're like what was your most memorable mem- yeah moment? that kind of thing so yeah oh and the first step the episode of legends of tomorrow that's in the crossover is the official kickoff episode for the fifth season of legends of tomorrow what yeah what what do you, do you have a problem with that because i've been dying for it to come back and oh. it's never come back so late you know yeah well i mean they only have so many slots for television I know. shows <laughs> i know oh, man that sucks we have to wait so long we do we do so speaking of the last episode uh Stephen amell on the 6th of november tweeted out a photo of him wearing what he says wearing the arrow suit for the last time um that's sad <laughs> I, I it's it's sad but i also wonder if that means something because he said it's he's wearing the arrow suit for the last time. What if he's going to be someone else? I mean, you did have a speculation last week when we recorded. So, someone, well, so I read somewhere someone say that he he might become the Spectre, which would be pretty cool. Would be kind of cool. So he kind of dies, but not, doesn't die, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, we can still have him be a cameo in other shows. Yeah, he could always show up somewhere. I don't know if he actually wants to or not, but he could always show up somewhere. I mean, do you really think he wants to? you know give back or i mean lose all that cw dc money i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> well i mean he's already moving on to a next show so right 
and then just to just to talk about the competition, so to speak, <laughs> Kevin Smith uh, is going to be hosting an after show for all the crisis shows. It sounds like it says uh, Batwoman's Twitter went out and, and tweeted out crisis on infinite earth is coming and so is the after show crisis aftermath hosted by kevin smith will go in depth to explore every angle of the year's five episode crossover now it only says the the dates for two so far sunday december 8th after supergirl and tuesday december 10th after the flash um but i have to assume that uh they'll be doing them after the other shows too because oh well, they're not doing one after batwoman which is on monday december 9th that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they wanted to do... They'll do... Oh, the, the co- okay. So Supergirl, December 8th is the first one. Yeah. And then uh, Flash, oh, yeah. September 10th is the third one, which will then have the hiatus. Okay. So they're doing the first one and the last one, and then they'll have the hiatus, and then he'll probably come back for uh, part four and part five. Okay. That's interesting, too, because uh, Sundays we have Supergirl and Batwoman. Monday nights we have Black Lightning, but uh, even Black Lightning's not on that roster there. Yeah, I mean he's going to be in the show, but right. he's not going to be, or he's going to be in the crossover. But I'm guessing his episode isn't going to be technically a part of the crisis altogether. Right, they'll probably do it like how they did it last time that only the last five minutes were, you know, Supergirl. Yeah, got yeah, started. Probably that makes sense. So, uh, but we will be recording a show after every episode so yes. we'll do an episode after supergirl we'll do an episode after batwoman we'll do an episode after flash and then we'll wait three weeks and do and an cry. episode <laughs> actually it's more like a month yeah their hiatuses are always long yeah that's that's weird we're gonna have to wait a month to find out that's gonna be you know that flash episode is gonna be super like uh cliffhangery too yeah i know <laughs> because the flash Every mid-season finale, they always have the biggest cliffhanger, so... Yeah, that's also true, so... Uh, all right, if you don't have any news, we can get right into the shows. Yeah, I think I'm all done with news, too. All right, so the first show we're going to talk about is Batwoman. Batwoman, we have two episodes to talk about. Episode four, episode five. Episode four introduced... Um, I want to say her name is Magpie. Villain from Batman Comics. Um, thief... Uh, also is all about the, the one percenters having to pay their fair due kind of stuff. Uh, like John Diggle Jr. Deathstroke. Yes. Like John Diggle Jr. Deathstroke. Um, we thought that the, we thought, I don't know. At first I thought it was the, the new woman that, uh, Kate is dating the bartender, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it ends up not being her. It's just, just another, another person. Um, the show is good. I like the show. It's not as bad as people are making it out to be. The Luke Fox character is kind of strange. The Lucius Fox's son. son. Yeah. He's, I mean, if you know in the Batman comics how he becomes Batwing, he's a tech genius. You know, he puts suits together. He makes Batman suits that are kind of like Iron Man suits. So <laughs> oh, to speak. that's awesome. Um, but in this, he's. A combination of Lucius Fox and Alfred, so to speak. Huh. So, like, whenever she needs something, he he comes and you know he'll he'll either patch her up or um 
or make a new thing or you you'll see this happen at the beginning of every episode she'll be like well what's that thing like being all weird about it well why do we need something like that and he'll be like well this is what this does and then by the end of the episode she usually has that gadget now <laughs> and she uses it for whatever reason like a, a grappling hook that shoots out both sides so that you can anchor to something and then and then just swing or swing or pull it up okay um there was also uh uh there's Kate's sister or stepsister I should say um the one that is running a clinic so to speak she's a med student but she runs a free clinic in the bad part of town or whatever and she's essentially Leslie Tompkins she is mm. she's there to help people who aren't getting help otherwise whether they're good or bad doesn't matter uh but Kate as Batwoman shows up there often to be like hey you know this here's this person I need you to take care of this kind of thing okay yeah so I like that you're doing a lot of different Batman things but I feel like you're not paying enough to Batwoman like she should have her own stuff they probably just want to explore all the other characters and set something you know before going forward and I mean uh with when this show was announced everybody was kind of against it and seems like people are still against it too so uh maybe they just want to show off that eventually this might become like uh you know a team show like you know arrow and flash yeah i could definitely see it becoming a team show i think um well so you know we had supergirl first and i think most people thought we wouldn't be getting a Superman show because we have a Supergirl show. Right. Now we're getting a Superman show. Do you think that in some place in the future we're going to be getting a Batman show? That'd be awesome. But I mean, DC, Warner Brothers, I mean, they're not... Obviously, we have another reboot. We literally just had Ben Affleck, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. And he was signed on to do, what, three movies total? Yep. from Justice League, Apart mm-hmm. from Justice League? And I mean... We're already scrapping that, and we're already rebooting with uh, uh, with the guy from Twilight, uh, Pat, right? I forgot his name. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. So, as long, I, I mean, you've said it before, too. As long as uh, DC and Warner Brothers still have their fists over, you know, the Batman, and they just keep on making movies, they're probably, there's probably not going to be another TV show anytime soon, unless it's animated. Yeah, I could see a new another animated show coming about. I mean, I think that as Guggenheim, Guggenheim, Berlanti is making more and more shows, they see and they're somewhat successful. I I, I could see maybe them allowing him to make a Batman show, even if there's a movie in the works. I hope so. But maybe there will. You I mean there's no need to? Like there are other characters. Maybe he's going to get a Nightwing show because Titans is doing well enough. That's or true. He'll get to do a Jason Todd. Red Hood show like Red that'd Hood be kind of Red Hood and the Outlaws would be, wouldn't be a bad idea over you know do it on HBO Max where you can be a little bit more gritty about it yeah I mean it'd be like the DC version of the Punisher kind of <laughs> just comes yeah. in and starts being uh, starts shooting up bad guys I don't know I think it's interesting I think it's it's very interesting but like I said I think I think that the the Batwoman show is good. I think it's off to a very slow start because even in this most recent episode, they keep talking about like, oh, we have to make adjustments to the bat suit and to um, uh, the batter rings because Bruce's arms are about three inches longer than your arms because he's taller than you. So when you throw the batter ring, it, it doesn't hit right because it's not 
corrected for your arm length. It's corrected for his arm length. And they just like it's every episode is something like that. I feel like we should just get past that point, okay. especially since the first time we saw her was in that crossover last right. year. Like, we, I feel like, um, and she already had her fancy toys in that crossover, exactly. Too. Like, I feel like at that point, she's already been Batwoman, but. Obviously, this is a jump back in time. We, we should. I just kind of feel like we should just get to the point where we were at in the crossover. Yeah, that would be good. But again, maybe for storytelling purposes, or you know, just taking their sweet time and explaining things like that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Alice is is still a pretty cool character. Um, that's the evil stepsister. That no, it's the evil twin sister. Oh, oh that, okay. That everybody that assumed died. was dead. Yeah. Now, in this most recent episode, 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 <laughs> they had a part where they are essentially giving her an origin story. So after the car that uh, slipped into the water off the bridge, she got pulled out and taken to a house. And in this house was a kid that she calls Mouse. And uh, the kid has this ability, even though he, like half of his face is burned, he has the ability to mimic voices so he can <laughs> mimic anybody's voice the father keeps her cha- uh, locked up in the basement saying hey if you you try to escape at first he was being very oh like i'm calling the cops don't worry they're they're on their way and stuff like that uh but he said if you try but later on you you find out that he's a bad guy and he's like if you try to escape anybody tries to come here looking for you i will kill them right here on the spot that is awesome so uh she essentially stayed became a captive of this guy um, at one point she does call her dad because she, she got free. And when her dad shows up at the house, uh, the father makes the, the young boy mouse do an impression of, uh, Beth. And, and he's like, Oh, that's who called me. Not, not my actual daughter. Oh, but Kate was on the other side of the door where Beth actually was. And she's like, she was looking for her and she Beth wanted to call out to her, but she knew that if she did, the other dude would kill kill her sister, so she didn't do it. But now Alice is holding it against her, saying, Hey, if you would have known, if you were if we were really sisters, you would have had that feeling that I was there and you would have done anything to save me, not so much just walk away. Um and that's what's killing Kate more than anything else. Gotcha. Um But I thought would have been an interesting thing, since this is essentially Batwoman's Joker is if at the end of the episode she'd have been like maybe that's how that happened maybe it's not like kind of thing <laughs> I would have liked loved that because once again you don't need an origin story for this yeah. character it's uh, pretty cool though yeah um, and I mean is it also following sort of like the uh, same Berlantiverse uh, formula where there's stupid love triangles and uh, or over exaggerated drama that shouldn't be drama yeah of course that's okay. that's the formula. Um, there is a love triangle cause there's the, the girl that, or I'm sorry, the woman that Kate fell in love with in the military, uh, that had to deny the fact that she was in love with Kate while they were in the military so that she could stay whereas Kate left. Um, uh, she is now married to a guy that works for Kate's father cause the, the lady and the guy both work for Kate's father as, uh, personal private security. Because okay. that's what Kate's father does. Instead of the police doing stuff in Gotham, private security goes around being the police for uh, the rich one percenters. Um, and Kate 
or not Kate, but I forget what her name is. I think it's Sophie or something like that. Uh, she still has feelings for Kate, but obviously she's married to some some other dude, so she can't wow, quite yeah, of course <laughs> work on or react to those. So there is there is that love triangle, but I, I feel like they aren't focusing on it as much right now as if Good. we do on <laughs> other shows. So good yeah uh supergirl we have two episodes of that we have episode um four in plain sight and episode five dangerous liaisons uh episode four shows kara investigating into william day's criminal activities and results in the shocking revelation that he is not who she thinks meanwhile the conflict between malefic and john jones reaches a boiling point now uh, william day we find out is actually part of Interpol. He's undercover. Okay. Uh, and that's the guy that was spying on Kara, right? Right, the other investigative reporter. Yeah. Um, yeah, he is investigating uh, Rojas, the lady who oh. owns um, Catco now. Yeah. And uh, basically one of his friends that he knew back in the day uh, was engaged to her, but then he went missing and you never found... She never, never heard from again. He's assumed that she was dead. Wow. Okay. Um, you watched in plain sight, though, right? No. So you didn't watch either one of these no. episodes. Two episodes. Yes. Okay. Uh, both episodes focus a lot on on those two characters. We have the the second episode shows the um uh the launching of Rojas's uh VR contacts the ones that you know uh what's her face lena is using to create the behavior modifica modifications uh, in people andrea rojas uh but we saw <laughs> we saw a bad guy in the second episode that they brought over from dc comics it's called his his name was rip roar Okay, and in it he is a he's a new god. He's part of the the new. He lives. He's from um, oh, what's that? Not apocalypse, but the other side of uh, new gods. I forget what the new what's the name of the land that the new gods live in. It's okay. So he is he's a new god. He has four arms, and he just looks like a big barbarian type dude. Okay, so. William Day's friend, who went missing back in college, uh, they thought that he was killed, but you, but actually he got turned into Rip Roar. But instead of like another set of arms, they gave him mechanical arms, and they essentially <laughs> made him into Doctor Octopus, like wow. with two two less arms. <laughs> it was pretty bad. It didn't look good. It wasn't a good story. But the big thing was like, the big reveal at the end was. <gasps> It was him. Like we thought he was dead, but now he's been reprogrammed and become a, uh, a an assassin kind of thing. Uh, Lena is working with Malefic to really, yeah. She she captured him. She helped first under the guise of helping the the team capture him and send him to the Phantom Zone. She fixed the Phantom Zone projector to not send him to the Phantom Zone. Send it to his, her private uh, prison cell. That she has, and she wanted to use his 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 uh, powers to make it so that she can control people the way that he does. And uh, while they're doing experiments, and we got to see um, 
uh, the voice actor. Oh, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. Thank you. Phil Lamar is 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 playing the role as himself. Oh, nice. Um, we love s- that guy. We get to see that she helps him break some uh, uh, blocks in his in his brain. Okay. But then she also steals his power from him using the VR contacts. So, huh? It's pretty interesting. She now has the power to incept people and and make them do more of what she wants. She's she's getting very powerful with those contacts and that in the in her computer stuff. Definitely following Lux's footsteps. Oh yeah. Um. So Malefic, then he can't use his powers anymore. To uh, uh, yes, to an extent. Okay. He's, he's trapped in uh, the prison that she has him in. Oh okay. So, uh, let's see. Jimmy quit. We've, we've had the last episode of uh, Makad Brooks. Um, he went on to buy a uh, uh, newspaper in his hometown, and he's going to make it so that it was it's more respectable town because the, the big corporations own the, the prison, which owns everybody else. Like... It's very corrupt. Okay. So he his, his thing is he's going to go back there. He's going to clean it all up, being uh, the new editor of a of a newspaper. Because his his deal was that he couldn't be a reporter for a, a, a newspaper, but he can be a he can own the newspaper. I guess is is an okay thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> if that's the how that contract works. Uh, you know, he wanted. Did he want out of the show? The actor or yes, yes. Okay, yeah. so he the, wanted out of the show because I think I think the last thing I saw was that he's like, ah, you know, we're just not utilizing me anymore. So it's it was my time to move on. But I'm pretty sure he'll be back every so often. I I couldn't see why he wouldn't. It, it really seemed like they were trying to throw in some type something some type of thing that maybe he would get his own show or you know some kind of spinoff in the future but even then like when he was a guardian he wasn't doing a whole lot either i mean they just weren't giving him a whole lot i'm sure he wouldn't mind doing a whole lot mccod brooks true but i mean we're gonna have another vigilante tv show that's true i I don't know i i I doubt it was a backdoor pilot i'm just saying it's left open so that if you wanted to he could all right uh i don't think there was very much else i i you know what? Just use him for the Superman show. Yeah, that that, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I mean, him, uh, him and uh, Clark are like best friends in the comics. They're supposed to be. I yeah. mean, he's supposed to be Superman's best pal. Yeah. So why not? It's it's a possibility. Uh, okay. I don't think there was much else with the Supergirl that I can think of. I mean, Alex and and Jimmy's sister are still going strong. Um. I'm guessing Kara and this William Day are going to end up having a relationship, but I said that last time too. Yeah, um, they haven't really they ha- really haven't pushed it any for any more forward, but I think it's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I think that's good. All right, <laughs> Black Lightning. I have to ask, uh, what do you think of Gamby's uh, camouflage? <laughs> I mean, I think it works fine. It's awesome. It's you so just, cool. <laughs> I mean, you're just getting another actor to play him. What, yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if that guy was related to him. Do you think so? Because he looked a lot he like him. He looks a huh? lot like him, yeah. So, I mean, it might be his son or something. I mean, we could easily find out. Yeah. Um, what else did you like about the show? Um, I mean, again, uh, I agree with you. I, I like the new suit. However, uh, with the suit, when it's coming on, kind of like Iron Man suit, you suit, like, you know, come on him, looks too fake, looks too CG, but once we get that solid, 
you know, picture of, of him in the suit. It looks pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. It, the suit does look really cool. So it says his name is Justin Livingston. He's an actor, director known for Man in the Woods, Sacred, The Holy Heist. But it doesn't say anything about him being related to him. He just, huh. they just found a guy that l- luckily looks a lot like him. They just uh, looked at his uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Raiden <laughs> picture. Like, yeah, you look, yeah, you look similar. You look very here. similar. Um, but yeah, uh, but we we have we have. Uh, I think the biggest thing about this episode was Odell. Yeah, uh, giving uh, what's the youngest daughter's name? Not Ness, not Jennifer. Jennifer giving Jennifer a link to news reports. So he's like, she do, they don't have access to internet or other stuff but he's gonna give her one that's cryptid uh yeah encrypted encrypted thank you and and is showing her exactly the news that he wants to see i mean it's very obvious what they're trying to say here it's like oh your government's only showing you what they want you to see kind of thing right and she is biting into it she's like oh no these you know the, the guys are here are good they're they're doing good because over in other countries they're they're killing metas and all you know kind of stuff and you know, it's for our own safety. But then, when a friend of hers gets uh, snatched up, or at least someone that she knows, right out of her school class her classroom, like yeah, she still doesn't quite question it. Like she still goes and does what it is that Odell tells her. Yeah, and it's and it, he gives her a suit. Yeah, the suit looked pretty much the same. I think. Yeah, it looks the same as her father's. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, you know, I I don't know what what's gonna happen because uh, obviously. Uh, Jefferson already blew up on uh, Anissa. Mm-hmm. Um, you know about her being uh, what Black Dove, Black. Yeah, I think it's, it's not Dove. No, it's Black Bird. Black Bird. Yeah, you're yes. right. So what you know what's gonna happen when he finds out that uh, Jennifer is being a freedom fighter, but for Odell's side, right? I you know it's it's. <laughs> It's not going to be good, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be interesting at least. I mean, and is he going to be able to deal with her? Like, he, she is so much more powerful than he is. And right. we, we see that in the end of this episode when she's up there in the atmosphere, you know, soaking up all the, the energy from the sun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, we don't need this. We don't need, you know, additional drama on top of that. <laughs> Oh, not to not to mention that they've been drugging his wife. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like, they've been giving her green light since the beginning, and now she's using it on herself to uh, like make it so that she can work faster. Right, because uh, she put it all the pressure on herself to solve the the, the problem to why these why uh, metas are are getting a virus that is killing them. Reminded me of uh, the drug from Limitless. Very much so. That's true. I didn't even think about that. Um, yeah, it's 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 obviously they have plans to uh, mess with this family. This family yeah. is, is is core to them. Gamby is on the inside trying to work on things too. Um, I mean, Odell basically seems like he has all his ducks in a row. Like he already planned this out years in advance to split the family apart. Yeah. Um, the other thing, man, um, he is a good villain. But I just can't wait for him to get killed off. <laughs> I mean, he reminds me a lot of Waller. Yeah. Like, in a sense. Like, he plays every end against himself so that he benefits. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, I mean, he ha- he's having separate conversations with uh, Black Lightning, Lightning, and 
Black Lightning's wife. I'm sorry, I can't remember what her name is at the moment. But uh, Lynn, uh, Lynn, yeah. Lynn Pierce. Like they, they all are keeping secrets from each other, and and all. I mean, none of them are working together, kind of thing. Right. What did you think about uh, the principal? At Black Lightning, Black Lightning School, like he's the, he's a joke and stuff. And last season he was kind of a bad guy. We didn't like him and yeah. stuff. But he was at oh. least trying to stick up for like, hey, you can't just take my students, kind of thing. Until yeah. the point where he got a beat up, but a butt of a rifle to the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's kind of redeeming. Yeah, it is. But you know, we still hated him last season, <laughs> so kind of deserved it, I guess. Um. So Blackbird is the new Harriet Tubman of Metas. Yeah, I guess that was a childhood uh, nickname too. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they called her in the yeah. first first season. Um, but yeah, she's she's helping people as Blackbird. Blackbird getting away is so. Does she not go out as Thunder anymore? No, she took on the new role of uh, Blackbird. Yeah, even though she didn't pick it, somebody someone else just started calling her. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I like the Blackbird outfit. I think it's pretty cool. I think it works out great for her. Um, I liked the Thunder outfit too, though. Yeah. Um, When uh, she she is helping those people get away and the Freedom Fighters uh, who are also Metas, right? Yes. Yeah. Or or were they not Metas? I don't remember. The episode starts off with uh, them trying to... She's trying to get the Metas out of town. She's smuggling them out. She is, yes. But there was the other group of people that that um oh they were, were also sh- metas okay but yeah. they were shooting at at uh at asa uh people at the beginning of the episode and right jefferson and uh jennifer had to hide down inside the 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 car right and jennifer had to stop her father from using his powers right oh because it was a checkpoint it was a meta yeah. checkpoint that's what it was okay um Oh, I totally had something. I mean, it's a weird... Freeland is a weird place at the moment. Yes, definitely much so. Um, and well, what do you think is going to happen now? Because um, Odell has his suspicions, you know, obviously that uh, he was in the prison raid. And he's like, well, come on, you know, you guys are tracking me. My suit says I'm home, so I must be home, right? Yeah. And he's like, everybody gets one. He's like, you better not fuck up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Painkiller? Painkiller. I mean, he does still have powers. Yeah, he's come to awesome. find that out. Like he, he just touches a person, and he literally takes away their pain by killing them. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, we saw him kill more than uh, this few a few people in this last couple episodes. Yeah. What do you think that means for him and uh, Jennifer in the future? I mean, I know she doesn't know that he's alive. Right. Uh, obviously, it's gonna cause more heartbreak for her, but uh, that's probably gonna be another another tool you know for odell the yes the the actor who plays him jesus he's ripped he is so ripped it's insane yeah like i think he's more ripped than any other actor on any of these shows i mean when amel started he was you know that ripped but Amel's he kinda... wasn't that ripped. i mean no he was ripped don't get me wrong but like he was also just super toned. Like yeah. this dude is toned and muscle. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh my goodness! I wonder who could do the salmon ladder faster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be cool to bring up at a con if they're ever you know in a dual the two panel. of them were there together. I don't think that's gonna happen, but maybe just to talk to him. Uh, okay, over to the Flash. We had uh, there will be blood and kiss kiss breach breach, which uh, was a fun episode. But 
Barry's efforts to prepare Cisco for the crisis are derailed when Cisco schemes to save Barry's life instead. Ramsey Rosa Rosa uh, uses his deadly new abilities to save his own life while sacrificing his humanity in the process. This one was definitely a Halloween episode. It was a Halloween episode, and they they're definitely making Rosa out to be Venom, right? Yeah, that's what I got. I mean, when I when the symbiote tentacle thing came out, I was like, okay, cool, we have a Venom. Yeah, it's it's it, they took what's popular in movies again and just decided to make it retroactively make it into a Flash character because the Bloodwork character in the comics doesn't seem like it's all that much the same as what we get now. Right, seems like a lot more of a Venom character. Which, I mean, the special effects rate are great. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Um, Killer Frost is, is super upset that this character of Ramsey is, is doing this to people because I'm, I'm, I, well, you can imagine Caitlin's upset because Caitlin knew him. Yeah. Killer Frost kind of knew him, but she's also a reformed villain. So she doesn't, I don't think she, she's too happy when other villains are doing stuff like this. Anymore. Right. But I don't know. I just feel, uh, I mean, I hope we get, no offense to the actor, he's doing a good job too, but I just hope that we get another villain. I can't, I don't think I can sit an entire season of just this villain here. <laughs> he, he's not, yeah, he's not doing the best. I, I mean, I still like him from Heroes. He was he was one of my favorite characters in Heroes. He was your, he was the guy with no powers, but he was the one, he was the doctor that knew about all the different powers and stuff like that. Okay. He was your Xavier, so to speak, but without powers. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's, it was, uh, I don't know. He's, yeah, the show's not, not great. I can't remember besides, I mean, we've had multiple reverse flashes or alternate, you know, flashes, but I just, I don't know. can't think of another season favorite, you know, main villain. Hmm. I mean, I guess Cicada yeah. was pretty cool, but uh, it kind of fell flat, too. It did fall flat. I, I mean, yeah, you're, I think you're right. I think Reverse Flash in the first season was great. Um, Maybe Dark? No, Black Flash? Or Zoom? Zoom, yeah. Zoom was pretty good. I liked that season. But then, yeah, we were just doing another Speedster again. Yeah. I don't know. You're right. We haven't had a lot of great uh, overall villains Oh, we like The Thinker. Okay, yeah. The okay. Thinker was great. That was a yeah. great season. That's right. I forgot about him. Yeah. So, yeah, but other than that, I mean, because we had Savitar, we had Cicada, and now we have Bloodwork. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, they can come up with something better. Yeah. Like, this This season, to me, is all about the crisis, so I don't even think of Bloodwork as the villain for the show. Yeah, and um, what I'm getting from this is... Um, and she's amazing, and she's a sweetheart, especially since we went to her panel. Uh, Danielle Panabaker is mm-hmm. awesome, but uh, I feel like the show is just focusing on her now. It does focus a lot on her, which is interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I mean, obviously, we have the whole... Barry says that Cisco needs to be the new leader of the team after he passes. Don't know how Iris feels about that. Is she <laughs> going to just decide not to be part of the team anymore? Or what? I think she'll still help out, maybe. <laughs> I would assume so. Um, Daniel Pe- or I should say Killer Frost and Caitlin will I have to be your heavy hitters there because they're huge. That's a huge power. Yeah. Um, I, I think at one point, um, especially with the Vibe episode, I'm pretty sure Cisco 
reverse the um, the serum he gave himself to cure himself from being meta. I'm Ooh. pretty sure he's going to be back to having his meta powers. Well, I mean, yeah. So you're talking about in the, the Kiss Kiss Breach Breach episode, yeah. we find out that if you suppress your powers, you start getting something called... Some sort uh, of psychosis. Vibe psychosis or yes. something like that. And uh, he's like... They were like, oh, well, he didn't suppress his powers. He just got rid of them all together. So maybe he's not having to worry about that. But we did see that he was waking up or having sleepwalking fits and stuff like that. Right. Opening but, breaches in his sleep right. kind of thing. So, so there, I mean, that was a pretty interesting episode. The it whole was. Barry and Iris go on their own vacation because they need to get away kind of thing. I love how when they have episodes like that and they don't want... You don't want the audience to be like, well, is there a big villain, you know, <laughs> hanging out somewhere? There's like, oh, Bloodwork hasn't said anything for a while. So yeah. like, the crisis is a little bit away. So we don't have to worry. We can go on vacation. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about the guy that, you know, eats his victims, so, so to say, so to speak. <laughs> uh, but we have uh, Gypsy is dead. Yeah, that's Gypsy so was sad. killed. Um, we got to see Breacher come back, which is uh, Danny Trejo. I love Danny Trejo, so that was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, the character of Gypsy was gone, which is it was very sad. And, and it was nice that Cisco and his new love interest were able to still bond over the fact that it was his old love interest. I don't, I don't think I care for her either. No. No. Okay. Uh, uh, Anything in particular? I don't know. I, I think she's too cheery and like too like supportive. And I was like, come on, <laughs> tone it down a bit. <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. She works currently with Iris on the newspaper. Right. Uh, the Central City Citizen. Yeah. Yes. Um, which they also have the young intern that was a criminal. The criminal oh, from yeah. a few episodes ago. And Ralph kind of works for them, too. Uh, as their investigator, I guess. Yep. Because he, but he also has his own his own investigation uh, thing where he's he's tracking down Sue Dearborn, and he drops the line. It's not like I'm gonna marry her, right? And we all no. know that he does. <laughs> um, but yeah, eventually Cisco, you know, figures it out that it was a, a doppelganger of himself from another Earth that was manipulating everything and killed Gypsy. I think I missed that whole thing. Why is it that he the the, the doppelganger wanted to do all this? Because uh, he fakes identities and he could create a new identity in an alternate Earth and been cleared away. Mm. With this is like the interesting thing too, though, because um, uh, Danny Trejo or uh, Breacher says like, "No, I searched all the other Earths. I've done a you know profile on you, and they're all uh, lame pencil pu- uh, pushers. They're not geniuses like you are. So no." I know it was you. Well, I mean, I guess that goes to the fact that that doppelganger was that good at hacking and making uh, himself look like he wasn't important. That's true, too. Yeah, that's that's the only thing that I could see. Um, He fucked up on his earth. I know that's why he was... uh, Jumping? Yeah, and that's why he was going to blame that death on... on, uh, Our Cisco. Yeah, on our Cisco. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean... I don't have you don't have to worry too much about the actress that plays Gypsy though because she is on a show on Fox called All Rise. Okay, but she is also on Watchmen over on HBO. Really? Yeah, she plays a character called Pirate Ginny. She's part of the cops. Okay, cool. The cop vigilantes on that show. Good for her. So yeah, <laughs> if anybody's not watching that show, you should really be watching it. it is it is really Watchmen? good? Yeah, Watchmen I keep really hearing good. that yeah. that it's amazing. It's so good. Uh, okay. That's another subscription I need to get, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just wait for the HBO Max. 
then you, can, you get HBO with it. Um, Joe, Joe and oh, that's Pariah right. or uh, Wells, whatever his, his name is this time around, is uh, Joe follows him into the, the underground where uh, he is investigating stuff about uh, the monitor, and he has something to do with the monitor. He is looking for the monitor for a reason. Yep. Uh, but he screws up, and he causes a quick cave in, and the two of them are down there, and they have like forty-two minutes left of air. And uh, he is giving. Uh, Priya is giving up. He's like, "All right, I'm ready to get myself killed," kind of thing. But Joe is the one that keeps up the hope and, until hoping that someone will come save him, and eventually Ralph does. Yeah. Were you expecting Ralph? No. I, yeah, I would have <laughs> expected just about anybody else, but it was Ralph. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I know you saw my tweet, too. Do you think that this season we're also going to, you know, we're not just going to lose Barry. Do you think we're also going to lose Joe? I think it's a good possibility that we lose Joe. He's been monologuing, relating to everybody. Yeah. And, you know, it's always telling a sob story and it sucks. I mean, he's one of the greatest actors on that show. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of if it's not this season, it's definitely gonna be next season that we're gonna lose them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at Arrow. A lot of the older actors that were the prestigious ones that left early on, or eventually, um, over on Legends, yeah, you, you know, Mar- your Martin Steen, yeah, Doctor Professor Stein, uh, left. Um, Paul Blackthorne, Paul Blackthorne on, on Arrow left. Yeah. Was was uh, Detective Deputy whatever Lance. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I I mean. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, even after his back injury last year, maybe he just doesn't want to be acting so much anymore. Or maybe he's like, if I go back to Broadway, I make more money. So I don't know if he'd make more money. You, know, you get the money off of the like the stuff going syndication is pretty, probably pretty good. That's true. Yeah. I just think that uh, the schedule that you have to keep for making a show like that week after week has got to be hard on him. Probably, yeah. Because I don't know if he's taking a break from Broadway, but I know for a while he was. You know, he is a Broadway actor. He's uh, he did the original stage production for Rent, Rent and yeah. then he did the movie production for Rent, and right. he's done tons of other musicals mm-hmm. as well. But that, that was back in the day. Yeah, that's younger. true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if he leaves, do they kill him off? Which kind of sucks because he has a young child. He's an infant. Oh, that's true. He's an infant baby. Uh, if if not, does he leave with the baby? And what does that leave with Cecile? Like, does oh, she have to? Does that actress have to leave the show too, or does she get to stay on and be like, "Oh, Joe's back at home and he's fine," kind of thing? And we just don't see Joe anymore. That's true. I didn't even think about it that way. But I mean, I just feel like all his monologues are a little bit ominous, and I was like, "No, we might be losing you, too." Um, and the other thing, so basically, what do you think Nash is cooking up? Because he's like, "I know how to stop the monitor." I don't know. He's yeah. He, no, his exact words were, "I know how to save Barry." Oh, that's true. Um, I think that he needs them to do something for him, just like in the previous episode when he needed them to make something for him. He needs Cisco to make something for him. Oh, that's right. So that he always comes at them like, "Hey, I have a way to help you," but when actuality, it's just to help him, help himself. Yeah. All right. So yes, whatever it is that he says can help save Barry will be actually to help defeat the monitor. Like okay. the way that he sees it. Don't know. Interesting character though. I I it's I think for Nash Wells. Well, for a character like the the Tom Cavanaugh Wells character every season comes in becomes a big part of the team. Yeah. This one isn't a big part of the team. No. He's very elusive and only 
obviously pops up when he's needed and that's about it yeah so i don't know if it's just kavanaugh wanting to take a more hands off of the show and be more directing wise or what but it's, it's kind of weird that he's just not that big a part of the team maybe leading up to the crisis he'll probably be more and more in it i mean starting probably this week since he's like i know how to say barry yeah the crisis is a big part for him i mean especially if he's playing pariah so there you go yeah all right, last two episodes of Arrow. We have Leap of Faith and Present Tense. Uh, Leap of Faith was the episode. It was directed by Kate Cassidy, which who, is crazy. Yeah, that was pretty and, and pretty awesome. Yeah. Like uh, she got to direct Mia, or not Mia, Thea. Sorry, for the most part, um, as they go and search through old stuff of the League of Assassins. Uh, they met up with Talia and. Oliver and Thea got to have brother sister time. Yeah, that actually uh at the end that was uh you know actually I was like, "Oh man, that was kind of hard." <laughs> it, it hit me. <laughs> Essentially, you have three daughters of the demon because Talia is a, is the daughter of Rachel Ghoul, Nissa is a daughter of Rachel Ghoul, and um and then uh, Thea, Thea is the daughter of Malcolm, Malcolm who was also the Rachel Ghoul at one point. Yes. Um and then they have another person that they're going up against who's also trying to start... Athena? Athena, who's trying to start up the league in yeah. her own way. Um, and I think that's also one of the daughters. Of who? Of, I think of I, the other race? Yeah. Ooh, I don't remember that. But I that, think that's what it was. Uh, because ever since Thea left for non-parbat, uh, you know, they've had a rivalry. Both of them, Athena and Thea. So I, I, somehow... She has to be, you know, involved with the assassins as right, well. Right, right. So, Barry, or Barry, Oliver gets the idea that uh, the League of Assassins would have some uh, history with the Monitor or whatever it is that he his other name is. I forget what it was. And they say that, yes, back in the day, an old person that looked like that did have some stuff going on with that. Yeah. So, he goes, they go looking for an old scroll that does have some information but they would do. It's a very much Indiana Jones episode where they have to spell out certain things, and it was fun. Yeah, it was a fun episode. So, uh, very cool. But the thing was, the episode in well, the future flash futures or flash forwards were all about um, that gang dealing with John Diggle Jr., who's yeah. Deathstroke in the future, and uh, he ends up killing Zoe. No remorse either. None whatsoever. And, you know, uh, in the present, you know, like, they say, how can he do this? They grew up together. Like, what the hell? And Zoe, Connor, John, William, they all would, well, I guess not William so much because he got, he went away to his grandparents and right. Mia, not at all because she's with Felicity out in the fo- in the woods somewhere. But yeah, those other three should have grown up together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was crazy and uh, just straight up, whoop. Yeah, straight up did did that, and and uh, as Connor was about to kill John Junior, they get zapped to the past, and yeah. Oliver got zapped from wherever he was with the League of Assassins to yeah, Star he, City. Yeah, and they're like, "How do we get here?" <laughs> yeah, and then William was the first one to realize that it was like Dad, right? Or yeah, was it Mia? he's all Dad, and then uh, and then Mia reacted too, and. Yeah, that's how it all kind of started. So then that goes into the future tense episode, which is I thought was really a good episode. It was too. Yeah, they um, 
the two of them or the team is there. They're trying not to, or the team from the future is trying not to give away too much stuff about the past because uh, they don't uh, want to know. John Diggle doesn't know that he's going to adopt Connor at right. some point, but Connor sitting there keeps calling him dad. He wants to know where John Jr. is, and he doesn't want to tell him that John Jr. is a villain. Right. Renee wants to know where Zoe's at and how she's doing. They don't want to tell him that she's dead by John's hands. And, uh, you know, it's just a a, a very very interesting dynamic. But the show, the episode was really good. It was. Uh, This episode also tugged at my emotions. (laughs) We also saw Grant, Grant Wilson again. Back as Deathstroke. Now, this is the one that we saw in the Deathstroke episode in Australia, right? Yes. So he's there being Deathstroke in this Star City that will eventually start off what it is that uh, John Jr., John Diggle Jr. will be a part of. Yeah. Um, he's preaching the whole, the one percenters are bad and we need to kill them off. And uh, Mia talks about how she should kill him. If she kills him here, if she kills Grant Wilson here, John Jr. will not point, join up with the Deathstrokes in the future. And, uh, you know, Zoe won't die because every time they captured Grant Wilson, they he put escapes. him in jail, he escapes and and he becomes more of a folk hero to the, to the people of the, of the, what's the gallows? The, what's the, the thing that Renee, the glades, the glades. Thank you. So, uh, I mean, that's the whole, what happens if you go back in time and kill the person, right? Right. I mean, I think they did a whole uh, Infinity no Endgame thing. It's like you know, what if he's maybe just like <laughs> they definitely hinted at that. What do you think? Should they have let Mia kill her, kill him? I mean, all he did used to kill before. He did. So it's interesting that he's very much against it. And then Earth Two, which was a you know Black Siren, used to murder left and right. Yeah. So I think. I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing he's more like, hey, if you kill, it's going to change you kind of thing, right? Right. You're going to lose all your innocence. And you're going to, and he's trying to save other people from making the mistakes that he did. Right. But this guy isn't a good guy. No. <laughs> and he is going to infect someone that is very close to him. Like, this is John's son that they're yeah. talking about, which will eventually kill Zoe. Yeah. So... Because he, he takes after, uh, takes over the mantle after Grant dies, dies or yeah. goes down or whatever. Yeah, so I feel like it's it's something that they should have been able to do. I I was honestly thought that maybe he was going to talk down Mia, and then someone else was going to end step up killing. In. Yeah, step in and kill him. Yeah, but yeah, it obviously didn't happen. Um, what if? You know, what if that would have happened? Do you, do you think the monitor would have been like, oh, no, you know, we have to go back in the past. That was a wrong decision. You need to keep them lo- alive. Maybe. See, because we saw, because Black Siren's there. Yes. And we know that she's trying to be reformed, but she was very much telling me, I don't care. If you kill him, then you kill him. That's your That's thing. That's on you. <laughs> That's on you, yeah. I honestly thought she was going to step in and kill him. Yeah. Um, but she ends up talking to the monitor at the end of the episode. Marnovu. He says, I can bring your world back. Right. But I don't think he can. What is it? What's his end game here? Like, what if he could, why didn't he just do it for Ollie? What does he need her to do? Betray Ollie. Yeah. That's how 
he worded it. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder what this this is all about. Why? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the original crisis. Yeah, the monitor is all very secretive too. So it's interesting. It's 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 interesting to see what what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, anything else about these episodes that you wanted to talk about? I think. Do you think there's going to be another episode where they call it future tense? Or no, that was this. No, this is present tense, yeah. right? Yeah, future tense, where he, where Oliver gets to go to the future. Oh, maybe that'd be cool. I think that has to happen, right? Yeah, because we don't have a way for them to go back yet, and they have to eventually get back to their future, right? Or their present and it's out of the past. So, what if he ends up going with them? Not, I, I mean, not permanently, but shows up there to see what that, everybody's like. That'd be cool. I mean, Diggle would have to tag along too, so he can, yeah talk to john yeah yeah john diggle jr i wonder do they ever do they ever see how john died no yeah i wonder how he died they haven't dropped anything hmm <laughs> they're keeping us in the dark uh anything else you need to talk about uh no i'm just uh now that the fl- uh f- flash forwards are done with um i can't wait for the show to fully take off from where we're at right now yes i i hope that it's uh it, it, i mean it, i'm liking the show so far so I, yeah this season and, and the choreography is great again this, i said that earlier yes this season is comparable to seasons one and two it, i think it's that good yeah uh all right if you have any more information you'd like to drop on us you can find me on twitter i am at mitchipedia g-e-m g-e-m stands for geekly media you can also find daniel on twitter at super commie daniel the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our website, geekelitemedia.com. But until next time, this is Televised Heroics on the Geek Elite Media Network saying always remember to geek, geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.